Welcome to day 175 of the story that changes everything. Our readings for today complete the book of Proverbs. We're reading chapters 29 through 31 and adding Psalm 74. Here are some thoughts to guide your reading for today. Chapter 29 concludes the Solomonic collection of sayings compiled by the scribes of Hezekiah's court. The themes of this chapter continue to reflect on the role of the ruler, the contrast between the righteous and the wicked, the contrast between the wise and the fool, the the advantage of discipline, and the concern for the poor. Perhaps the best known and most loved proverb in this chapter is verse 18. When there's no vision, the people get out of control, but whoever obeys instruction is happy. Chapter 30 is its own small section containing the sayings of a man named Augur. The first half of the chapter contains Augur's sayings, and then from verse 10 on, we're given a series of sayings that are numbered. The sayings of Augur begin with a confession by him that he's not wise at all. In fact, he calls himself stupid. However, he finds wisdom in all God's words that are tried and true, a shield for those who take refuge in him. So, in some sense, Augur is the model reader of the book of Proverbs. He confesses his lack of wisdom, but he commits himself to discover God's wisdom in the pages of the scripture. The numbered sayings in the chapter may have originally served as riddles of a kind. A person or small group may have been challenged to name a certain number of items having certain common characteristics. Friends may have even taken turns trying to stump each other by trying to name the number of items requested. The saying in this chapter that clearly illustrates what these numbered sayings were meant to do is found in verses 18 through 19. It begins this way, Three things are too wonderful for me, four that I can't figure out. The way of an eagle in the sky, the way of a snake on the rock, the way of a ship out on the open sea. Notice that those first three images are mysterious and beautiful, if you like snakes, but come from different spheres of life and understanding, the sky, the earth, and the sea. But the saying ends with, and the way of a man with a young woman. In other words, this proverb is saying, there are many mysterious and beautiful things in the world, but perhaps nothing is more mysterious or beautiful as the love that draws a couple together, builds a new home, and often results in new life. In fact, millions of love songs and writers and poets would agree with the Proverbs here. The final chapter, chapter 31, contains another section of sayings from a man named Lemuel. The interesting thing about both Augur and Lemuel is that they are identified with a territory called Massa, a place usually associated with northern Arabia. The point of their inclusion may be to demonstrate the extent to which the wisdom of God is woven into the various cultures and nations of the world. Wisdom is not the exclusive possession of Israel. The first nine verses contain the wisdom King Lemuel has received from his mother. But then at verse 10, the chapter famously turns to a series of sayings about the noble or virtuous woman. This series of sayings, or this poem, is structured as an alphabetic acrostic. Each successive line begins with the next letter of the Hebrew alphabet, which has 22 letters. This structure explains some of the lack of symmetry in the poem, especially when translated into English. But like Augur, who embodies the model of how to read Proverbs, the woman in these verses serves as a model for how to live Proverbs. She demonstrates how many of the things we value in life are deceptive and fleeting, but she has lived true wisdom in the home and in the community, 
and therefore she should be praised accordingly as the embodiment of wisdom. Although our psalm for today, Psalm 74, mentions the fool in the next to last verse, it is still an awkward fit with our Proverbs reading for today. It's a psalm that likely laments the destruction of Jerusalem by Babylon in 587 BC. The psalmist weeps over the way God's house and God's people have been defiled. It urges God to remember the covenant and redeem his people. Some of my favorite verses in the psalm are verses 12 through 17. The language is about creation and God's ability to bring order out of chaos. The psalmist believes that the God who defeated the Tohu and Bohu at creation with his order can again defeat the chaos of exile that the people now face and somehow bring order out of it. It's been a little bit unfortunate that we've had to read through Proverbs so quickly. It's likely best to read through these Proverbs slowly, trying to digest the depth of wisdom that comes in many of its beautiful and poetic sayings. However, reading this quickly does give us readers a sense of how many areas of life the wisdom tradition speaks into. Tomorrow, we'll continue into the wisdom tradition with one of the Bible's most poetic and beautiful, but also most troubling books, the book of Ecclesiastes. We're reading Ecclesiastes chapters 1 through 3. I'll talk to you tomorrow.